As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris and MopMaster dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the fifth episode of Podcast in the Tree. We're coming to you from Auckland's famous Cornwall Park named for Lord Cornwall, a man who once constructed an entire castle out of corn kernels. Every turret, every wall made of uh, the amazing maze. And Unsurprisingly, the uh, castle did not last, but in memoriam for his reckless enthusiasm, they erected a park. Yeah. And inside of that park, I mean, you've got to imagine this, at least a hundred and hundred odd years ago they planted a handful of trees one of them in which we currently sit i promised in our previous episode i'd download what i describe as shazam for trees but of course david did the work for us in that episode and i have not in in the intervening moments um taken care of that so a a tree the likes of which i've seen before (laughs) the likes of which we have seen the likes of which we also cannot describe it is a balmy afternoon in auckland new zealand um, what's the, and we're actually, what's well, the vibe? Hey, well, I'll tell you what the yeah, vibe is. Tell, tell me the vibe it? because... Let's take the temperature. I've got a flight to catch quite soon, quite imminently. Yeah. And there, um, there's, there's a few moving parts uh, to getting this thing up and running, a few little bits of fucking audio wow. and video. And That's then right. I had to take a leak, which is nature's way of reminding you, hey, you had those big old plans. Guess what? I've got one for you as well. And that is take a leak. It's, it's, it's nature's so way of saying you, you took on some fluids. Mm-hmm. And your tank somehow is actually too full. You you've it. overfueled. Yes. So you've got to release some of that fuel. And how do you do that? Out of your, your custom-built hose. Oh. And where does the hose hang? I don't like this. Front and center. No, okay. we had... Two-thirds down. We had a lot of potty talk in the last episode. And I think, uh, in light of that, we should try to elevate this one to a slightly more erudite version of Podcast in a Tree. We're in our fifth episode. We've got our wings. We've got our feet. We know what we're doing. Well, we do have our feet. They're they're dangling, aren't they? Feet off the ground. That's right. But we've got them. We're in the sky. There's quite simply no denying it. So let's um, first undertake a philosophical discussion of what it means to be in a tree. Guy, 
how would you describe the importance of us being in a tree? Well, it's a very broad question and it's a tough one to answer. Uh, I would say the learnings I've taken from our time in trees is that you, you, you do feel, even though, as you can hear, as that engine starts, we are close to a thoroughfare for cars, the entranceway to Cornwall Park, uh, you, you do feel a sort of general sense of zen, mm. the likes of which um, they're just not necessarily accessible in a house, in a car, on the ground, in the sky. A tree is nature's building. And yeah. the branch is a floor or a room. And I feel like I'm currently on the first floor of a, a, a beautiful natural building. We're getting a few looks. Gentleman oh. in a scooter who, frankly, crooked his head to look at us for far too long. He's riding on a scooter, but I'd also say he's swimming in the jealous sea. <laughs> he wishes he was in a tree. Hey, scooters might have a barrier to trade, and that is, A, the price of getting a scooter, and B, a license if you want to do it legally. However, being in a tree, free for everybody, and that is the whole point, isn't it? Yeah. Very egalitarian. A tree. You are really hammering the egalitarian angle of trees, aren't you? Every episode, you, you can't stop talking about how you want to live in a tree. Yes. You want to collapse the housing market, Let's move into a tree. Burn all the houses down so we can make room for more trees and we'll all live What do you trees. think about houses made of wood? Well, it's a good question because in some ways they're like a tree, but far worse because we've taken nature's design comprised of nature's building, odd uh, and rounded fractals. Um, and, it, and we've made it uh, a Lucian. I think it's called a Lucian geometry. A, a tree grows exactly to its um, circumstance and conditions, doesn't it? Every Correct. single decision a tree makes mm-hmm. has actually been made at the hand of nature. Mm. The 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 rainfall, the sunlight. Mm. Uh, the it's wind. chasing dreams, isn't it? A tree is the very picture of chasing dreams. I've stretched an arm out here because the sun is over That's here. That's right. I, I, I've stretched a root out here because there's water over here. And in many ways, that is emblematic, isn't it, of the, the small decisions we make, the small moments in which we make decisions in our lives, that all of a sudden the flow and effect dictate you know, who and how we are months, years, decades later. A tree is nothing if not a representative for life itself. Well, it's time for our first segment, and uh, I don't know what it is, as per usual. Well, I decide when the segment will start, but not what it is. Tim, the first segment today is, is one that uh, I, both you and our listeners have grown to love. It's a, a segment called Drugs in a Tree. Now, this mm. is a pretty self-explanatory segment in which we take drugs in a tree. And today's drug is not of a tree, but certainly of a relative of the tree, it's a, of a plant. The drug is cannabis. The means in which we'll be consuming the cannabis is um, a spliff, I think is what it's called. How French of you guys. And um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this uh, lighter and I'm going to set it on fire. And I'll, um, what we'll do is we'll be smoking the cannabis in the tree. And I guess then we'll, we'll, we'll see what sort of experience that uh, thrusts upon us, whether or not we feel more or less relaxed. I mean, in my instance... Hopefully a little more. In your instance, it could go either way. You've got the pressing pressure of a flight to catch, but That's also right. the relaxing effects of THC and CBD coursing through your bloodstream. Uh, we're spinning the wheel. It's a roulette game of drug intake on our first segment for this fifth episode of Podcast in a Tree. Marijuana has been one we've been looking forward to for a long time. Uh, cannabis is the, the plant. I learned recently that we refer to it as... Um, marijuana where there's above i think it's three percent thc and if it's less than that it's considered do you know once i was in greece 
that's the entirety of the anecdote. It's a good trip story. It's, it had all the parts that I'm looking for in a good tale. I knew the what, a journey. The where, Greece. The who, Guy Montgomery. I don't think I've heard a more efficient travel story in my life. Well, thank you. I've, I, I studied at the school of Ernest Hemingway. I look forward to drinking myself to death. Is um, that how he died? No, but he was, was very sad. Was it Ernest sad. Hemingway? Who, he was very sad. Who was the author? For how good he was at writing, yeah. that's how sad he was as well. Well, this is interesting because you keep telling me that great art doesn't require pain, but Ernest Hemingway really seems to buck that belief of yours. It does it. It's a myth, and it's damaging to our industries. Well, You can be happy and create great art. Who knows if that's true? Not me. I think wider society. Would you like any more of the drug in a tree? Yeah, thank you. The interesting thing about this drug is it might take a moment to take effect. While you consume it at the time, minutes, you know, later, you'll really know what you've done to yourself, whether or not you've done yourself a, a service or a mischief. I'm not a cigarette smoker. I find the addition of tobacco novel and enthralling. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, spliff is a coverall term for me. There is no... Oh. There is no tobacco. I am also not a tobacco smoker. Whereas actually, uh, uh, I mean, this is a conversation for another episode, but I think nicotine would be a fantastic drug to sample in a tree. We could sure give it a go. Um, well, look, I think given the slight time pressure we find ourselves under and the caliber of um, our correspondent who is on terra firma right now, we'd be, we'd be remiss not to introduce them at the nearest possible moment, which is now. Too right. Podcast in a tree, guest on the ground. Please welcome Reese Mathewson. Hiya, Reese. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. It's lovely down here. The, s- the sun is shining, blue skies. There's never been a better time to be on the ground. Okay. Fuck, you've got quite a situation going on, Reese, on the ground. If I can describe for our uh, well, non-visual why, yeah, I mean, why, why would you describe when oh, good point. The, the chef themselves could t- talk about what they've brought to the table? We've got a little platter here, two types of crackers, two types of hummus, three types of cheese. Fairly standard. I've got a blue, I've got a camembert, and I've got a cumin gouda. Cumin gouda. You've also got a refreshing new cadence in which you're speaking, Reese. Maybe you could walk us through that. Yeah, well, when you're on the ground, things just feel right. <laughs> it's quite sexy. I would I... love for one of you to join me down here. Oh, I'm so fucking be... tempted. That, that no. hamper that you've got just is calling me, beckoning Perhaps me. I could tempt you down with an apple. Oh. Wait, I've read the Bible. I know how this goes. I'm not falling <laughs> for your tricks, you serpent. No. All right, how, a connoisseur, how about a oh, pear? A I actually fa- like pears less than a apples. fancy apple. I'm with Just you. Just me? No, that is the, the egalitarian streak of uh, podcasts in a tree. I've always thought of the pear as the fancy apple and also the inferior option. An apple is How crisp. can they both be true? It's inferior a, and fancier. Something that is fancier isn't necessarily better. Oh, that's true. He's got me there. But I, I, I don't trust the mouthfeel of a pear. How's the cumin gouda, though? Oh. Because that's, what that's what's got my attention. Really a treat. Really a treat. All right, Tim is rejecting the fruit. Guy, how about you join me down here and I'll give you $200 cash. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, have you got? Can I see inside that wallet? Oh, do you take PayWave? <laughs> I, I don't have a, um, a machine, but, I mean, I, I, I know that you're a man of your word. You give me two hundred dollars to come down there on the ground. Yeah, compromise the integrity of podcasts in a tree. Hey, while well, you ponder that, because I do want you to have a think about this. This is important, Reese. Uh, if you don't mind, can I ask you what's your relationship and history with trees? Themselves? Can't stand them, Tim, and I'm glad you asked. <laughs> really despise trees. Uh, 
hated them ever since I was younger. There was a birthday party in which I fell out of a tree and I broke four bones. What bones? None of them mine. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I fell on my keister. Uh, all of the other adults there laughed and I flew into a rage. I attacked the... Dorothy the Dinosaur guest entertainer, Whoa! I th- which at the time I thought was a dinosaur. It turned out to be a uh, first-year theatre student with rather brittle bones. <laughs> and, you, oh and, you, and you lay the blame for this um, fracas on trees. Wholeheartedly. It, this, ca- it can't have been me. It's just like a framing issue. You successfully fell out of a tree, it sounds like, and then you started breaking other bones of other people. Yeah, I picked up a trestle table and started swinging. Love that. You're a wrestling fan. Did you take that from a, a hero? Uh, no, no. I um, There was no room for finesse. Yeah. My eyes went red, and, I, and that dinosaur was the only thing in my path. Red Mist Reese is what they call him at kids' birthday parties, because if you get him near a tree and he falls out, That's right. look out. I'm, I'm, I, taking this information on board, I'm more surprised how relaxed you are around so many trees. Well, it's nice to be on the ground. That's the thing, isn't it, Guy? You know, you can know where you stand, know that they're above you and they can't do... They can't reach you, really, can they? Trees are very immobile in short instances of time. That's a fucking good point, man. Like, if the trees are your enemy, if you stay on the ground, they don't have a lot of... Roots, right? Subterranean, they can get you there. Branches, if you're quite tall... Uh, or 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 you're in the not the sky yet, but just above the ground, then you got trouble. But if you're just hanging out on the ground like races, you're fucking dreaming. Well, you say that, but there are certain uh, parts of trees, low lying branches or splinter cells, oh. who sort of you know hear the whispers in the wind that Reese throws out there. Actually, what about nuts? The ten- Maybe that's why they drop nuts on the ground to just like fuck up people who think they've found a loophole like Reese. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've pineapples, coconuts. Pineapples don't fall from trees, do they? Reese, I'm going to throw to you. Pineapples, where do they come from? What do they do? Uh, no idea. I do have one fact about pineapples, and mm-hmm. that's that they used to be very fancy. In Victorian England, they would have them on the table as a centrepiece and not eat them. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can. Um, they I do can look quite regal. They do. They look fancy. But I can't hell. tell if that's because now... We know that the the royals have used them so much that we associate the you know the crown of the pineapple with the royals. Mm. But or, I I would think we would all agree the exterior of a pineapple worst bit of the pineapple. Sure, sure. But it look but like if you cut through it, it's the you, contrast between the outside and the inside that I think is so impressive and makes such a good piece. But without the inside, you never get that contrast. It's yeah, just true. like a. But what if a pineapple was all inside? It would be gross because it would be picking up lint and bits of, you know, dust and whatever on its journey to to your mouth. I think a mango is the closest we've got to all inside pineapple. Yeah, and even a, that's a got very, a thin film, a soft flesh, uh, just a, a few mil there, a little bit of fuzz on it. Mm. First time I had a mango, I was on magic mushrooms. Wow, it was an incredible. Exp- do you know how good that fruit tastes? You probably do. You've had a mango before. It was an overwhelming experience. Can I share something with both of you? Go for it. Don't care for mangoes very much, and here's why. I went to Mexico when I was 17 years old. Yeah. And (laughs) that's recent enough. I agree. (laughs) The person who was hosting us 
uh, insisted that we eat, among other very delicious things, a whole mango for breakfast every day. And I associate it with being violently ill because I got a tummy bug while I was in Guadalajara, Mexico. And so that association has stayed with me. And um, I ha- it's softened. I've, I've softened well, my... It sounds to me like mangoes disdain. are your trees. It sounds, yeah. yeah. It sounds like a Tim issue, that one. It seems unfair <laughs> to put that on the, on the mango. Then would you not agree that your relationship to trees is a Reese problem? Oh, that doesn't sound true to me. If, if I believe that, then what's my life? Wow. So you're getting a real sense of identity from your um, animosity uh, with trees. Oh, yeah. You know, I know where I stand with a tree, yeah. and I know where it is. And Tim, can I maybe coax you down? Not with an apple, but perhaps with an apple tizer. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's the most enticing form of apple there is. I will say this. Oh, man, I'm tempted as, as hell. As the ongoing effects of our segment, uh, drugs in a tree take hold, mm. and my mouth dries. Yeah, everything it that looks so good. So far, it looks so the good. The appetizer is almost irresistible. Hey, Reese, what about this? What if we established some sort of bartering where we gave you some of the drug that we have in a tree for some of the food or, that you have on the ground? Well, I'm, I'm clean cut now. I'm straight edge. But I'm glad you... I didn't realize that Drugs in a Tree was a segment. Mm. And I have done your very successful podcast, Worst Idea of All Time, once before. Yeah. Uh, we had a weed cookie. We watched a film. You guys, Tim demanded that we record in the dark. Staring <laughs> at the screen that. gave him a migraine. And I went, I'll listen back to that. I'll see how that went. And you guys opened the show with a pre-recorded caveat that it was a tough listen. <laughs> I remember none of this. That is, I, re- I, I do remember this. And uh, I haven't actually re-listened to the episode. Do you think the warning was warranted or mis- misplaced? Oh, 100% should be there. It was very much an episode for completionists alone. <laughs> and since then and then alone, have you turned to a life of clean living? A sober mind is a powerful weapon, of course. Yeah, that was the real turning point for me. That was that was a real rock bottom. You might be surprised to know how many people have been uh, turned teetotaling from West Idea of All Time podcast, because it's a lot. Guests, listeners, not Guy, though. Well, what are you fucking around with over there? Well, I'm actually... I, I, I was am, reading a segment. I'm, I'm doing two things right now. I'm introducing, or considering introducing... Uh, another one of our iconic segments, and also considering using part of that segment as a barter with oh. Reese to get our hands on some of that apple tizer. Okay, this is good. Sorry, oh, Reese has taken a bite. I was get, what were you going to say? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I was going to say that I'm also concerned that, that this podcast is a rock bottom for you guys. You kidding me? <laughs> can I tempt you out of the tree with perhaps uh, my debit card details? <laughs> ah. Dude, that's pretty juicy. Yeah, I mean... All of them on there. There's about three grand in that account at the moment. Holy hell. And we can, like, you, can you use a debit card like a credit card these days? Does indeed. that include the CVC code? Is that it, what it's called? It does. I am tastefully blocking it with my fingers for the multiple cameras. But you've <laughs> genuinely written it down on that bit of paper there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what do I get some sort of head start where I get to start exploiting that information before you change the account details or... Yeah, um, I'll tell you what, I'll treat it like I had lost the card, where yeah. it would have taken me about three hours to go, shit, I don't know where my card is. Fuck I should probably that. block that. Interesting. Three hours is just the kind of window that puts me on the like. I'm actually looking of... to buy a tent right now. Are you? Yes. <laughs> and I was online lining up different tents. Mm. I could buy a tent. Oh, online shopping. I forgot that exists. Oh. Of course. 
Yeah, yeah. You could spend that three grand real easily in three hours. What were you imagining? Some sort of supermarket smash thing on the scale of an entire city. It's like running around. It's like when you get get um when you win one of those put everything in a trolley for six minutes in a yeah, supermarket yeah. or a toy store. That, That's the, is that to me is, is the absolute dream. That is the height of living. I what couldn't agree more. I've always what, loved the concept of that show. Yeah. Did Eli get Dude, one of those? He did it in a toy shop, I think. He yeah. won a colouring competition, not to tell someone else's story, he won a colouring competition that was for children. <laughs> <laughs> he got to run around a toy store and fill up a trolley. Wow. I mean, you can't argue with that. And did he keep the toys or did he give them away? I think he gave half of them away. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> sounds familiar. But now that now we're getting into territory where I really feel like Eli should make the decision. So what minute the story gets told? He won a colouring competition for We children. must rush along to our next segment, Monty. Okay. Before I have a plane to catch. That's true, actually. We're down to 10 minutes left. So uh, without further ado, it's time for Sandwich in a Tree. Sandwiches in a Tree. Oh, this I'm not bartering with this. This is amazing. Is this whole thing for me? Yes. Oh, my God. So what we have here, Tim, are a couple of uh, mushroom sandwiches from a, a, a shop called Hero Sandwich. You'll have to forgive me for just getting this in By my all mouth. means. And I think I probably only need about half of this sandwich Funny there was someone who might want the other half in exchange for a refreshing swig of appetizer. What um, what kind of Sammy are we talking? I'm familiar with the hero oeuvre. Rish, you can't imagine. It's got caramelised onion, beautiful, um, like just subtly melted cheddar cheese. What I think is feta, um, beautiful mushrooms, and a big thick hunk of bread that's been buttered and lightly toasted. That does sound great. That does sound great. It's really it's, good. I mean, is it worth? Is it worth giving up? I, I, I feel like if I don't say yes, I if I stonewall it, you'll come out of the tree for a drink. Hmm. Interesting. This does weaken my hand in terms of negotiations, but my <laughs> mouth is not getting any wetter. <laughs> I am sort of pretty much gums glued to teeth. <laughs> Fumbling my way through conversation at this point, I cannot describe to you how badly I don't just want, but I need that appetizer. I'll, I tell, you, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll, the first taste is free. Oh my God. What? Hey, fuck them up. <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. <laughs> Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris and MopMaster dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. 
That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Incredible. He's even bought glasses. Oh, man, that is an attractive. That's beautiful. Is it a glass or a cup? Uh, it's a keep cup, technically, I believe. It's a blessed I've moment. I've seen of these around. Peace. Oh, I've got, oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, between the tree dwellers and the people. Of oh, the I should get a shot of the. Um, let me just get a close up with the selfie cam on that beautiful bit of pottery. Uh, Reese, I've got to say thank you, and also you've sort of cut yourself down at the knees here. Um, yeah, yeah. I can make this last. I reckon. I reckon I can get to a new. I just. I'm just using this as um oil for a squeaky wheel. Yeah, I tried to give you kind of one mouthful tops, but I think um, my dedication to the biz, to putting out content that is not unwatchable, and repeating the mistakes of history, I wanted you to have a, a wet mouth. Can I, I am can incredibly I ask, grateful. Can I ask a personal, you can speak, can I ask a personal question? Of course. Bridget, I'm aware that you lived in the United Kingdom for a bit. Yes. And I haven't heard very much about your time there. Yes. What was it like? Oh, for me? Horrible. Yeah? Yeah, I, I did not have a good time at all. What was the situation? Um, uh, you got incredibly good at comedy at a very young age. Won the Billy T, one of our biggest awards. Yeah. Um, I, I uh, had very good success in New Zealand very early um, without a hell of a lot of effort. So went over there with, with little work ethic and sat in a flat playing my flatmate's Wii Mario Kart, being like, why is the comedy world not falling at my feet? Mm-hmm. Did you get good at Mario Kart, though? Oh, mate, and like did, a dream. Did you get good at making quips around playing Mario Kart? Yeah, I would um, I would go, start, I started starting gigs with, has anyone here played Mario Kart? Because that seemed to be my main observations about life at the time. And let me tell you, the people of Blackpool, not fans. It's, I mean, I can't think of anything I'd be more interested in as a resident of Blackpool than a 23-year-old New Zealander's opinions on what it's like to play Mario Kart in Blackpool. Yeah, it was like, we're going the Wario bike. Am I right, fellas? Fellas, we Wario bike? <laughs> I've got a lot of time for it because I think I lived in New York City. I know that that was like a mix of good and bad, but ultimately a very challenging thing that you were like, this is a good thing to do. Reese, I feel the same way about your journey to the UK. You know where I moved to? Sydney, Australia. Yeah, it's a, it's a good spot. Hot scene. I right, went there to work at the Telstra call centre because I'd heard such good things about them as an employer. <laughs> I lasted six months and then joined radio school. In Sydney? Uh, no, in Wellington. I flew back home. Um... In light of the fact that I've looked at my watch and realised that boarding is uh, starting in the not-too-distant, I think we should probably kick off another segment. 
Well, there's only one segment I can immediately reach from the top of my head. Before we do that, I just want to offer this half a sandwich to Reese. Are you interested? No, I'm all good, man. It's a really good sandwich. I've currently got like 2.6 cheeses <laughs> left to get. <laughs> uh, well, blessed be this union between us. Um, so the, the, the final segment we really have time for is... Um, well, it's the most important, really. Yes. It's the it's the treater board. Mm-hmm. It's the leaderboard of trees. Now, Reese trees are graded uh, on a score up to twenty four. Of course, representing the hours in a day, and uh, you get to name the tree anything you like. Have you got a name for this um, species unknown genus unknown tree here in Cornwall Park? You want a you uh, a fake Latin name for this tree? It, oh, it could be anything. You could call it um. It doesn't need to be that at all. Previous trees have been called Walter, Susan, National, and 660. Uh, I'm going to call this tree, look at this fucking tree. Look at this fucking tree. <laughs> do you want to do the acronym? Or are you going to write the whole thing out? Uh, Reese, you get to choose. Uh, yeah, let's go acronym, Latfit. You did that really quick. Words of my tools, baby. Yeah, true that. And they are sharp. <laughs> Our first category, Reese, we're going to throw to you for an assessment out of five points. Natural beauty. Zero. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> he did, you missed this. You didn't see this. I was looking at Reese as he delivered that answer. He was looking at the ground. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So first category, we've got a zero. Uh, next category is one for Timbo and Guy Guy. Uh, out of five, climbability. Really tough. I mean, there's only, <laughs> one, <laughs> yeah. there's only one entrance point and there's tricky. one place to be. Deuce? This was a tree chosen in a rush. One. One? Absolutely. One and a half. Maybe half. I will say, this is right on the edge of Cornwall Park, too. There is, <laughs> I drove <laughs> past some really stunner trees on the way in. Shush you. We've done the whole episode now. 1.5? No, 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 no. We, we must embrace the fact that we've chosen a rotter. Happening right now, again. Gale is flying across. I am so fearful for the score that this tree is going to get for X Factor. <laughs> does not bode well. All right, so next 1. one. 1.5 out of a possible 10 so far. Uh, what's the next category? I'll let you guys collaborate on this. It's health out of five. Eh, it's alive. It's got that going for it. Look at those leaves. Right. I mean, I, I can't deny it's in good shape. I think it would it'd be quite a, a tough tree to punch down. <laughs> That's Sorry. <your> yeah. <laughs> what was that? You know, if, if I were to try and punch this tree down, I think it would take me quite a while. <laughs> And that's the sign of a healthy tree. <laughs> so what do you score it? Out of five. Out of five, uh, a begrudging four. All right. <laughs> a really hard to punch down tree, a four out of five. So that is... Uh, five and a half? Yeah, five and a half out of a possible 15 so far. Uh, Tim, this is probably best for you, although we could ask Grease's opinion might be about something else. Rest and relaxation. How relaxing and restful is this tree? Ah, uh, it's two. two. Don't ask me to justify it. It just is. Do you agree? Uh there's no back. Yeah, I but feel like it's... I'm falling the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but the branch... The How branch, many trees have a back? <laughs> lots that we've been in. They've had something to kind of... Another branch to do a thing. Uh, yeah, two. Two. Reese, what do you think? Uh, you can review the ground if you like. Oh, the, mate, the ground is a five out of five. <laughs> it's grassy. It's sunny. It's just which is not face. an aspect of the ground. Uh, well lit, I'll say. Five out of five for the ground. Okay, so the tree is currently on seven and a half out of a possible 20. X Factor, out of four, has this tree got it? 
Reese, have we got a collab on this? I mean, I th- has this got star quality? Oh, zero. X Factor. For, for me, this, zero. Yeah, again. For me, this tree is never going to make. I'm it. with you. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm with Reese on this one. It's a zero. Okay, so no adding to the score. Was it nine and a half? I thought you said seven and a half. Seven and a half. But it's hard of, to know. I think it's seven and a half. Is that correct, Reese? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Seven oh, and a half Jesus out of twenty-four. Christ. This is this tree is absolutely <laughs> shit. The bed, incredible, and uh, improved only by the the name that Reese has given the tree, which I thought suggested some sort of exuberant, over the top fanfare. But it is more of a look at this fucking tree, the state of it. Um, Reese, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Podcast in a Tree. You're more than welcome. Would you like two Ferrero Rochers? Ah, that's one for each of us. We're going to come down and I think we should continue the conversation. But um, I just want to take a moment to appreciate. It's it's not just that you brought the food. It's like you've genuinely got a gorgeous looking picnic basket. Yeah, I I also had two more things to offer you guys. What were they? uh, I was going to offer Guy um, my worst secret on a... a, uh, Sticky note that just says "responsible for BP oil spill," <laughs> and was going to offer Tim this uh, Revlon beautiful color silk medium auburn. Medium auburn, which I paid two dollars fifty four because I really blew the budget on this bit on the cheese. Okay, I am. I'm coming down for that. That hair color looks good. Um, Reese, thank you. And Revlon is a proper brand. Yeah, yeah, Revlon's legit. Thank you so much for being such a phenomenal and persuasive and also understanding guest on the ground. Mm-hmm. Anytime, guys. Um, is there anything uh, in your life or the world that you'd like to let people know about? Uh, when is this coming out? It's At an unknown date. Unknown. It's exactly when it is, which is right now. Cool. Um, I've got nothing coming up, but if you let me know when it's coming out, I'll try <laughs> and get something up and running by then. <laughs> Well, you've got to look out for that because you know it's going to be good. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Reese, Tim, Cornwall Park, The Wind, who has brought us this episode. It's, yes, this uh, episode, of course, sponsored by The Wind. Thank you so much to The Wind, bringing us uh, now recently power and for um, a, a lot of time, frustration. Yeah, I still don't know where it comes from or why it doesn't get tired. Subject for another day. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Thanks and good night. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.